Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper Lit Podcast. I have to apologize because last week, last week, last week we didn't get the second episode out as I was moving. It was very impromptu that the move was very quick, which is very exciting. So we're in our new flat, um, but also it's quite like echoey, I think, in here. So hopefully the background noise is not too difficult for you guys I will have my little office set up very soon and there'll be some softer furnishing so hopefully it won't be chaotic on your eardrums um and I understand like this is not a professional podcast setup so hopefully maybe I will upgrade very shortly and it'll be better sound quality for you guys because I know that this is not probably the best podcast you're listening to in terms of um sound quality but Hopefully the information that I give out is just um, as valuable as the sound quality. Also, we tried to record this, but you know, whenever you move into a new house and you hear a sound, you're like, oh my God, what the fuck was that? Um, that is exactly what happened to me whenever I started recording about a few minutes ago. So we're going to start again and start fresh because I feel like it's better to let it flow that way, if that makes sense. Anyway, getting stuck into the topic that we're going to talk about this week is talking about how the fact that when you start to change something or you start a diet or a fat loss phase, if you start improving your performance, if you start walking more if you start running more if you start doing anything like going to the gym for the first time even like as much as like starting a new job starting a new career starting a new business whatever it is but specifically to be honest talking about dieting it is hard like I think there's this misconception that it's not hard it is hard and people need to understand that it's fucking hard like I think online we make everything look so easy like it's not gonna require any effort like if you just do these things it's gonna happen or if you just eat in a calorie deficit you're gonna just lose body fat like yeah in principle in science that's what's gonna happen but the actions required to get you to do that is difficult and especially if you're somebody who's maybe came from a situation where you're not looking at your nutrition at all you've never tracked for example on my fitness pal and now you're starting to do it and you find my fitness pal is tricky because you've never done it before and it's new and you don't know the functions and you find it a little bit difficult that is normal you need to suck it up a little bit and be like yeah it's hard but also I'm learning something here and yes it requires more time but as I go on I'll actually learn from this it will get quicker in inputting it and then in time I will actually be able to maybe take away tracking and understand the nutritional value but after a week of trying something it's not long enough to say that like I can't do it it's too hard it's not too hard if you just put in the effort required to do it and that might sound a little bit brutal but a lot of the time like especially like even for example I've just started Thrive there and people you know start for the first time maybe tracking or looking at the nutrition and moving etc and they're like it's just so hard I feel overwhelmed or you know like the effort required is just a lot and like I'm just not used to it and they feel like giving up and I also like in the nicest possible way that's not going to get you the results that you want to do so you have to put in effort in order for you to get to what you want to do and get to where you want to be like that is so important to understand that like it's harder than you think it's going to be and hard is good because hard means that you're pushing yourself outside of the comfort zone it also means that you're learning something and it also means that anything worth having is going to be a little bit hard so whilst it is frustrating and whilst I understand that sitting down after you've eaten every meal or before you've eaten every meal typing it into my fitness pal isn't absolutely ideal you do need to also suck it up a little bit and know that it's not going to be the easiest thing that you have to do and you're going to have to just trial and error and yeah you might watch a few youtube videos or you know read the pamphlet or the leaflet that you've been given out but ultimately it's it's a case of actually trying it and doing it and then getting better at it as time goes on there's going to be times where you're like that didn't work or that's not right or you're just going to have to maybe guesstimate it but that's just the case of it that's what everyone has to do um and the point of tracking is not to just be obsessed with calories it's to understand the nutritional content to understand you know how can you fit everything that you want to fit in in your diet 
and let go of the rest and you're making things far harder for yourself if you do go into that mindset of being like I have to be perfect this if, I, if I'm not perfect then there's no point because you're never going to get anywhere with that mindset like we don't expect perfection nobody expects perfection you shouldn't even expect perfection of yourself you should just expect yourself to try and be consistent and show up in your best form and if you can do that then you're going to get so much further than trying it for a week and giving up you know so I just want to put it out there to say that like changing habits is fucking hard and we need to understand that like you have to choose your heart in the instance of like what's harder trying to learn something new trying to learn track trying to get up for the first time a little bit earlier or staying where you currently are like that's the that's basically the ultimate you have to ask yourself is it harder to stay in the situation that I'm in which I'm uncomfortable with which I'm maybe unhappy in or is it harder to suck it up and try break free of that limiting belief in my head and actually do what I'm supposed to do in order to get done what I need to get done and sometimes it's just a case of being a little bit harsh on yourself to be like listen you have to you have to get this shit done there's no excuses for it and the other things I want to talk a little bit about when it comes to um losing body fat is just you as I said maybe have came from never tracking steps never tracking nutrition you know having more cravings etc now you have to hold space for yourself to understand that the steps, for example, increase in them, it's going to take effort. So like if you've never, ever, ever done 10,000 steps before and you rarely get 10,000 steps and you're currently only getting 5,000, like don't expect there to be an extra four hours in the day for you to go and get the steps. You might have to get up 15 minutes before work. There's no like magic trick. It might be a case of just getting up 15 minutes before work, going out for a walk, um, sorry, 15 minutes earlier than you would normally get up to get out for a walk, maybe at your lunchtime, if you get a break of an hour, can you go for a 30 minute walk or can you make sure you walk the block or whatever to come back? All of that adds up. Even when you're sitting down doing work, like is there a case that there's any times that maybe you could stand when you're doing that? Or you could shuffle or you could go for a little walk. Um, or is it a case that you have to set aside time in the evening when you get home from work that you just have to go out, whether it's raining or not, the steps need to be done in order for you to maybe create the calorie deficit that has been set for you. If it's absolutely ludicrous and there's no way you're going to get 10,000, then don't panic about 10,000. Just try and get 8,000. Try and get 7,000. Just try to increase your overall expenditure when it comes to your steps because that is a contri- is contributed to your NEAT levels, which is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. People also confuse this with your running. Like They're like, oh, I'll just go for a run to get my steps up that's actually two different forms of energy expenditure and it's better for you to actually go and get your steps done than it is for you to go for a run they're two separate entities um, and I, I kind of want people to understand that yeah if you physically have not got enough time and it's better for you to just go for a run than not do anything then you can go and do that but running and steps are not the same thing they should be separated into two parts and um, when it comes to energy expenditure because you actually expend more energy over the day trying to get 10,000 steps than you would in a five minute workout if that makes sense or a 10 minute run that's going to get you a few thousand steps you know what I mean and just so people understand that they're two different things and it just takes you sitting down to be like yeah okay previously I didn't get those steps my life was easy I would have sit on the couch but now it's hard for me to get up it's obviously it's going to be hard like you want to sit in it's it's cold outside especially at home in Ireland or in the UK it's getting darker you know it's not the easiest thing in the world like even here sometimes in Sydney some days it's really hot and the next day it's freezing again and you're like oh can't be arsed don't want to get up today no you have to set boundaries for yourself and every time you break those boundaries that you've set for yourself you're proving to yourself that you can't do something the worst thing that you can do is break promises to yourself because you are finding it very, very hard to trust in what you are going to do next if you keep breaking small promises. It might not sound like much, but if you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym and you constantly don't do it, 
you're actually hurting yourself more than you think because you're pro- promising yourself that you're going to do something and then not fulfilling that promise so how are you ever going to trust that you can do something different you have to first of all trust yourself by giving yourself evidence of what you were previously doing so if you said you're going to get up and do the workout even if you don't want to you have to get up and do it so you proved yourself that you're capable of doing it nobody can do it for you like even if you're on thrive and you're maybe like listening into this and i've set all of your targets for you and given you whatever help we can give you and said that we're here to support you in whatever capacity we can support you in if you are unwilling to physically go and do the work you're not going to get the results and the sooner you accept that the easier it will be on yourself because expecting it to just you know happen because you signed on to something is never going to happen if you don't actually put an action in and understanding yeah it's hard but also is it harder for me to just stay where I am or is it harder for me to get up and do what I need to get done so it is normal that it is going to be a little bit harder and also the next thing I want to talk a little bit about is cravings so if you're on a diet right and you've previously I guess I said never looked at your nutrition maybe just ate whatever you want like never considered it kind of just snacked here and there and everywhere just kind of even out of boredom maybe not when you're hungry you need to understand in order for you to lose body fat we're creating a calorie deficit right but what people don't understand is that that's an energy deficit you're essentially giving your body less energy than it requires in order for it to use the body fat stores burn them off and essentially lose body fat right so you are giving yourself less energy than what your body requires at optimal so you are going to find it a little bit hard you're going to be a little bit hungry especially if you're somebody who previously was maybe eating a lot um, of food and now you're maybe changing to a cleaner diet or maybe if you're someone that snacked all the time your body's just going to be used to that so you have to get it into a new pattern and a new routine for the first week or two you might find that it's really feckin' hard to do that or you could be accidentally setting yourself up for failure by for example on a two days in a row say if your calorie intake is like 1800 calories right um, on two days in a row you eat 1300 calories 1300 calories and then on the third day you eat 2500 calories and you're like I can't do it like the 1800 is too low I need to increase my calories why not actually eat consistently 1800 calories and see how your body feels on that because you're getting into essentially a restriction so much so that yeah it might impact you on the day but two days later that all catches up and then you're like I can't sustain this I can't maintain this and you're keep constantly reflecting on that like 1300 that you had previously being like why can't I just do that like I'm feeling I need to increase my calories no you're better off just being consistent at 1800 calories and seeing how that works for you and how that feels if that makes sense um because you can seriously set yourself up for failure if you accidentally well not accidentally essentially intentionally really reduce your calories um and then overeat like two days later and then you're like I can't stick to it it's not that you can't stick to it it's just that you're essentially starving yourself on the two of the days and now all the hunger is catching up on you and as I said as well your body loves routine so if you were somebody who like had breakfast snack had breakfast snack had breakfast snack 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 your body's going to be used to that because that's what you did every day you're trying to create new habits and with new habits it's a little bit hard like there's a little bit of resistance a little bit of friction in your body to be like well it's two o'clock now normally we have our biscuits and tea but what are we going to do now you can either replace that habit with having something different like a piece of fruit or something or you can push through that habit and be like no actually I'm going to have three big main meals I'm going to use these to keep me nice and full I'm going to see how they make me feel and go from there now after two weeks if you've been consistent and you still find that you're like really really hungry it's really really not working etc yeah you might just be in too much of a deficit and it is too hard but you can actually be making it harder for yourself by thinking that you're never going to be hungry because you are going to be a little bit hungry but I always say like hungry for your next meal and you're never going to feel like I'm absolutely bursting full 
you really only get that feeling if you're going to like eat out say on a calorie deficit you're not going to get that like from mainly a meal you'll feel full but you're not going to get that feel of being like I'm very uncomfortably full if you are that's probably too much in one sitting because it's not going to be nice for your body to digest and it's going to be uncomfortable for you um so you're going to be full at the time of finishing you're not going to be hungry when you finish your food but you're also going to be hungry for your next meal by the time it comes but hunger when it comes to a calorie deficit can often be quite normal it can also be exaggerated if you're not eating the correct foods and I say that because I obviously encourage everyone to have like an 80-20 lifestyle and 80% of the food should be very like nutrient whole dense foods 20% should be soul foods include everything in your diet but but if you take the approach of tracking calories and you are not prioritizing like the nutrient quality of food and you're only prioritizing the amount of calories in the food you will find it really hard to stay full and what I mean by that is foods that are like highly processed tend to hold a lot more calories in them but for a lower volume of food so there's like less food on the plate but there's higher calories in it and you're like oh yeah I can eat that lasagna or whatever like that square of lasagna because it's only like 500 calories or 600 or 700 calories and it fits in my macros yeah fair enough it fits but is it going to keep you fuller for longer um, like would it be better if you had something slightly different like maybe lasagna but like a huge salad on the side um, and increase the volume there or would it be better to swap out the burger to have like a pasta dish with shitloads of um, vegetables on the side and then a yogurt bowl after in the evening because it's going to keep you fuller for longer and it's going to sustain you longer rather than having that like one thing that you want which sometimes you will be like oh every so often like for example I'm on a calorie deficit and I want to have a croissant every day every day not every day and uh, every weekend at the croissant one club that is a high calorie density portion per volume of food that's probably not going to keep me really really full um, and probably isn't the most like ideal thing that you would see somebody eat in a calorie deficit but there's nothing wrong with having that because to me that's a part of my 20% balance and I want to enjoy that but in order for me to have that, then I have to maybe sacrifice like the normal breakfast that I would have. And I have to change that up to adjust my calories for the day because that's what I'm allowing myself to have. But if I had that every day, I would be setting myself up nearly for failure because it's not going to keep me full. And also the other thing when it comes to this is people need to realize that like, although you are maybe having something all the time, like for example, a croissant, you actually not enjoy it as much as you would have if you just had it like once a week or once every few weeks. Like, how unreal is that like Chinese when you haven't had one in months you know if you have it every single week it doesn't have the same impact on you so even knowing that in itself that like it wears off that feeling of like actually wanting it over time once you push past a little bit of the craving but what I meant by sorry circling back now just about like having calories don't just focus on the calories like look at the plate and be like is this a big filling looking plate of food and is this going to keep me full for longer because if it's not you're going to find that you've only eaten like maybe three small things that are really high in calories and you've used up your calories for the day and it doesn't make it easier so that's why you want to look at options of how you can increase your fruit and your vegetables how can you get enough protein in there and the reason for this is just because it will actually increase the nutrient quality of your food it will keep you fuller for longer and although you keep ignoring me when I say you want to increase your protein intake and you think it's the hardest thing in the world it's not whenever you put a little bit of intention into it when you increase the size of protein that's already on your plate there's nothing wrong with having a bowl of cereal in the fat loss phase and you'll see people all the time all the time being like you can eat this in my clan or whatever you can but it's also going to be a lot harder for you to stay fuller in the office by come 11 o'clock so maybe it would be better for you to have overnight oats with a scoop of protein in there and um 
fruit and the other funny thing is and i'm not being bad when i say this it's just a lot of people will be like i don't want to eat like protein powders i don't want to rely on protein powders or i don't want to rely on like yogurts etc but yet they'll eat chocolate yet they'll eat like a burger from mcdonald's yet they'll eat like literally anything in a packet is just as processed as as protein powder like protein powder is literally just the protein from a lot of the time animals unless you get like a plant protein uh, is the, the protein from animals just broken down and obviously processed into a refined thing and then additives are gone in there to make it like chocolate or whatever but that's no worse than you having a coke zero you know what i mean like choose your heart here like protein powder is amazing it's convenient it can keep you fuller for longer because it can be added very easily into like um porridge even onto yogurt into smoothies etc etc that type of thing um, and it can make it easier for you to stay fuller in the office for example so that's better off than you going and eating six biscuits in the office at 11 o'clock because you're starving and you may as well you know you've, you're already eating whatever artificial biscuits like biscuits aren't natural do you know what I mean um, and I just find it sometimes funny like I understand I never expect anyone to rely on protein powders but there's nothing wrong with having a scoop of protein every day majority of people especially like athletes or anyone like that will include it if you're somebody maybe that suffers with bloating or suffers with um, it's just not agreeing with your stomach I'm not saying you should take protein powder by any means at all um, or if you're somebody who maybe suffers with a lot of acne and you find it worsens it or you just don't agree with it you don't have to but get rid of the myth that like protein powder is bad it's actually really handy and really convenient for a lot of people to add it into your diet but there still should be a food first approach in regards to like increasing the size of your meat portions and having some fish some tuna some salmon prawns tofu tempeh lentils beans seitan all those things cottage cheese yogurt all that there will have high protein and and sometimes it's just planning your week ahead and being like okay what is the protein source in here that I can get in for example at lunch and dinner and instead of thinking I'm gonna have this for dinner like pesto pasta and um, pesto pasta is unreal but like how can you get protein in there can you maybe make it with um some tuna in there can you add some chicken in there how can you maybe get that up if you're vegetarian could you maybe try and see if you could get um like the lentil pasta or the um, beetroot pasta that has the higher protein intake um things like that to try and help you still eat things that you love but adapt it a little bit because it's not always a case of kind of swap everything out sometimes it's just a case of being like actually if i increase my portion sizes at breakfast lunch and dinner of like the whole foods that i'm eating then i won't actually want to snack as much because sometimes we're like on a diet we're like we'll eat as little as possible at meal times and then you're starving throughout the day so you keep snacking you're better off being somebody who eats like a breakfast lunch and a dinner like a big portion size like say you've got 1800 calories 500 500 500 and then 300 calories left over for your snacks break it down that way and i promise you'll be fuller for longer it'll also probably prevent you from eating or overeating at night time because you're not starving because you haven't held all your calories back for the night time you know and um, little things like that can really really help you and as i said you can make it a lot harder for yourself by not doing those things and by just thinking that you can eat whatever you want within those calories yes you can but like you would easily have like a mcdonald's burger and chips and your calories would already be gone and you'll not be full now that might happen sometimes but i'm not shitting on mcdonald's like i hate mcdonald's i'm just saying for majority of the time make it a little bit easier for yourself you know um and i guess just like stop expecting results from not doing different actions like I said like do not expect to get anything out of anything if you're not actually doing something different than you were previously doing once you knuckle it down it will be a case of like consistency but there's going to be a friction period where it requires effort it requires you focusing on it it's not easy like it rains you're like how am I going to get this in 
but you still try and you just take responsibility for your actions like I could try to go into a calorie deficit and it doesn't work and I would not blame anybody else it's my own fault like I'm not taking responsibility to make sure that it's working also I could even look at my lifestyle being like is it actually a good time for me to be in a calorie deficit and I might turn around and be like actually you know what it's not a good time like I'm really busy with work I'm super stressed it's not a really good time for me right now I've got a lot of social occasions I actually really value going to all of them they're really important to me and I know there's a lot of food in there so you know what I'm happy I'm just going to focus on maybe getting my water my steps etc and I'll focus on the fat loss phase whenever I feel like it's the right time for me and that's okay I don't think there's ever a right time for anything but there is also sometimes where you need to hold your hands up and be like this just genuinely isn't the right time for me and my values don't currently align with doing that right now and that's okay so even knowing that as well can take away a lot of the friction that you may be having um but my main thing is just that you have to accept that effort is going to be required in order for you to get different results and I hope that that's what you take from this is that it's not easy it's definitely not easy but it's also not really really hard and it's not impossible and I would just ask you if you're listening to this like choose your hard and I always say that to myself I'm like well what's harder is it harder to go into a deficit and lose body fat so you feel more comfortable or is it harder to sit where you are right now and feel a little bit uncomfortable in yourself feel uncomfortable I'm talking about myself by the way personally feeling like uncomfortable in your swimwear just not feeling like yourself your skin breaking out you're just not really looking after yourself you're constantly craving chocolate and it's just not very good to feel the way you feel right now which is harder and like I know for me which is harder so I'd rather choose the hard which at least gives me the rewards that I want to get and in the long term and just taking responsibility for that I think is super super important so that's where I'm going to leave it off lads I hope that you enjoyed this podcast if anyone has any requests and for podcast episodes please do make sure to reach out and let me know I'm more than happy to or if you feel like you would like to hear any of the guests on the podcast then do let me know as well and I'm more than open to chatting and you can get me over on Instagram at Fit. Um, Thrive has now started so we are fully closed for Thrive signups however we are opening some one-to-one spots with um, coaching so if you do feel like you would like to take um, serious action and I say that because one-to-one coaching is an investment in yourself if you're serious about changing your lifestyle and actually getting results with somebody who cares and supports you then please apply via the link in the description um to our coaching services myself and Kaz will reach out and see how we can help you and yeah we'll have a little chat um but if you did enjoy the podcast and you've stayed this long I really really appreciate it and if you wouldn't mind please rate the podcast I really really appreciate it we actually hit 30,000 listens so I'm absolutely buzzing with that and thank you so much for being here I hope you have a lovely lovely day keep it up